Hello and welcome. I am glad you're here. So today I'm going to go over a little bit about my top secret for burning more fat and seven ways to put it into action in your life so you can finally begin to break through and see your healthy lifestyle changes take effect. So you are in the absolute right place if you're wondering why you've plateaued on your weight loss journey and can't get the numbers on the scale to budge. You're done reinventing the wheel and you want someone to tell you what works and what doesn't for real. You want to discover what is keeping you stuck so that you can get unstuck and you're ready to finally have a healthy relationship with food so that you can allow your best self to shine through. If these describe you, then you are in exactly the right place. In fact, if this is you, it's no accident we're together today because... Well, first of all, how did I end up here talking about sabotage? So let me tell you a little bit about me. If you don't know me very well, my name is Heather, and I'm a transformational health and life coach, especially in mindset and habit change. And I've been working with women over the past almost decade to help them make peace with their bodies, rev up their metabolisms, and get unstuck from unconscious habits that are holding them back from living a life they love and a body they love. But I wasn't always here feeling in control and feeling good about walking around in the skin that I'm in. In fact, there was a point in time where I let my crazy, busy life just basically own me. My stress levels, trying to stay at the top of the packing order at my job while simultaneously trying to raise two kids and run a household, was taking its toll on me mentally and physically. And my eating wasn't the best because of it. I ate a lot of comfort foods and I drank my fair share of wine to kind of take the edge off of things and to feel good, you know, at least in the moment. And combine those poor eating and drinking behaviors, lots of carbs, lots of sugars, with a sedentary desk job and no real exercise to speak of, and then me crashing into my 40s, well, the weight started to pile on. And before I realized it, I'd gained 20 pounds and the seams on my pants were at dangerous risk of coming apart. I'm not joking. I was absolutely miserable. I had no energy and I'd literally come home after work and just crash on the couch. There was no quality time for my kids and I hated my reflection in the mirror, you know, like to the point of scathing, like, like, like launching scathing criticisms at myself for letting myself go and like poking myself in the belly, like real fun stuff, taunting myself. But the person in the mirror just wasn't me. And I knew I needed to get the weight off. But the crazy part was I struggled. I mean, I struggled to get the weight off. All the old tricks that I had used when I was young to shed weight fast for like a wedding or a beach vacation, it just wasn't working. And that was kind of freaking scary. All those starvation diets, magic pills, I've even done an all apple diet. It's almost like being like a fruitarian, right? No, and I, I really don't recommend doing the all apple diet. That's got some really bad side effects. But all of those diets, all of those ways to lose weight, all failed to get the needle on the scale to budge for me in the white, the right direction. And it was kind of like my metabolism had completely come to a stop. I was about to throw the towel in because I was like so frustrated and give up until I discovered how my self-sabotaging behaviors and mindsets were actually impacting my success. And using that understanding, um, 
helped me lose weight and stay healthy without crazy diets and deprivation and helped me feel in control of my relationship with food and love myself again. So today I'm going to take you guys into a step in the right direction by taking you behind the curtain and showing you a key piece for success that the health, wellness, and diet books almost always leave out. We all know what to do, right? Like eat more veggies, drink more water, ditch the junk food. So what's the big deal? Well, it comes down to our mindset and our unconscious beliefs and behaviors. And that's where I really specialize. So let's learn a little bit more so that you can break through, shall we? Okay, so you're ready for me to share all my secrets. Okay, so today we're going to talk about how to relax. Why is this important? Well, digestive stress is about 25% about what you eat and 75% about who we are being when we're eating. Like, who are you being when you eat or when you're healing? Are you moving at warp speed? Are you constantly eating on the go? Are you multitasking during a meal? Are you engaging in gossip while you're eating? You know, these are all ways that we actually feed the stress response in our bodies while we're eating. And eating or drinking under stress is not only commonplace for us, but it's pretty much socially acceptable. Like I used to eat at my desk all the time when I worked at J.P. Morgan Chase. Um, and it's kind of almost a prerequisite in a sense for managing a job, a family, or having a life. We're always multitasking when we're eating. Think about that. Like think about the ways that you actually do that. And stress is the action. <laughs> polar opposite of relaxation. And when do we feel stressed? Well, mostly when we're moving way too freaking fast, like there's too much stuff going on. We feel like we just can't keep up, but we try. And if you've worked for a stronger metabolism or you've been trying to heal your body, but have not achieved success and feel like you've hit a wall, there's one basic reason. You're moving too fast. And when we're moving through life too fast, we inevitably eat fast, which destroys our metabolism and creates digestive upset. It results in meals that are eaten under a, a physiological stress response, which actually diminishes our calorie burning power. I know it sounds like kind of weird, kind of contrary, but the slower you eat, the faster you metabolize your food. The more relaxed you are throughout your day, then the more energy you will actually have. So like that 2 p.m. slump, 2, two 3 p.m. slump that we have, right? <clears throat> it happens because we're sprinting throughout the day. And then when we have to, we have to like rest and recuperate. So we get this kind of sleepy, foggy brain and we just like can't do anymore. We're like, oh my God, I'm just dragging. And that's when we end up binging or turning to something that will provide us with pleasure because we're, we're not getting enough pleasure throughout the day. We're just stressing out about things. That's where we go for the sweets and the carbs and the, and the, and the caramel frappe lattes, all of those things just to bring us a little joy and a kick of energies normally based in sugars. So you can eat the healthiest, healthiest meal on the planet, but if you eat it in a stressed out, anxious state, your digestion is dramatically diminished, right? Okay, so how does this work from a scientific perspective? Well, 
and my mouth is going to start to water as I talk about this. The salivary enzyme content in the mouth is reduced when you're stressed out. The breakdown of protein, fat, and carbs in the stomach is impaired or slowed down, and blood flow to the small intestines is decreased as much as fourfold, which translates in a decreased assimilation of vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients. You just don't get as much from what you're eating when you're eating in a stressed or anxious state. Like, have you ever had the experience of eating a full meal and still being hungry? Like, you just can't get satisfied? So this is a good sign that the stress response is on and your body isn't assimilating nutrients. So let's talk about the connection between stress and metabolism for a second. So the autonomic nervous system is responsible for digestive activity. And there are two branches, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. And the parasympathetic is also known as the rest and digest response. And this is the optimal state for digestion. When the parasympathetic nervous system is activated, our metabolic power actually increases. The sympathetic system, part of our nervous system, is also known as our fight or flight. It's like fight, flight, um, freeze, or fawn. There's a bunch of apps to that one. And this is our stress response. And when we are stressed out, our digestion shuts down. And the classic textbook example is basically if there's a lion, right, a lion or a bear or a tiger chasing you after lunch, your body would not be concerned with the digestion of the sandwich you just ate. Like your sympathetic nervous system would, would effectively shut down your digestion, direct blood flow away from your belly out to your arms and your legs for quick moving and up to your brain for quick thinking. Like you need to get the heck out of there. You don't need to worry about that sandwich just you just ate. So your digestive system shuts down when you're in a stressed state. Can you understand how that impacts your weight and your weight loss? Because when your digestion shuts down, more unsavory things happen. I'll talk to that in a second, right? Okay, but it's brilliant. Like really, the whole the whole system is brilliant and, it, and it's in place for our survival, but we're in a totally different time and space than we were when we were like hunter-gatherers. And now most of us don't have to confront lions, tigers, and bears on our lunch hour, but we do encounter stress. And our, our physiological level, on a physiological level, like our body doesn't really differentiate uh, between a lion chasing us or our boss yelling at us or getting stuck in traffic and being late to wherever we need to go. Today's lions really look pretty different from what they used to. So one's life-threatening and clearly the other one is not. But in the moment, it's like everything hinges on it, right? Um, And so on a physiological level, they are the same and they both trigger the body to shut digestion off. And when your body is not digesting your food, it's going to store more of it as fat. And this is how it decreases our metabolic power. Like you may have heard of the hormone called cortisol. Like we've all heard of cortisol. It's our stress hormone. And this hormone is released when we're totally stressed out. And studies show that increased cortisol in our systems leads to fat accumulation. And people who tend to gain weight primarily around the belly likely experience chronic low levels of stress. And excess cortisol production has this really strange effect of fattening up the belly. You know, it makes sense, right? 
So when your cortisol goes up, you tend to create fat accumulation in the belly. And you see, you probably see many people or even know many people who may have like really skinny legs and skinny arms, and they tend to get all their weight in their belly. Um, I'm actually one of those people. Um, And it's because of stress. You're, You're just accumulating fat in your belly because of stress. So what are three common stressors that you experience and how does your body respond to stress? Like, think about that. What are three things? that cause you stress. Like I named a couple, like your boss, maybe deadlines at work, getting stuck in traffic, your kids, like there's plenty of things that cause some stress in your life, right? So if the body is in even a low level stress state, most of the time, you may find yourself losing a few pounds here and there, but ultimately no amount of like calorie counting or treadmilling will get you where you want to go. Because your task to counter this is something of great difficulty, but you can do it. You just need to relax. Some people use anxiety and stress to motivate themselves to lose weight. For example, like if I don't lose eight eight pounds in the next two weeks, I'm not going to the reunion. Or if I don't go to the gym four days a week this week, then I'm not going to get a massage whatever it is, like kind of stressing yourself over out over the things that you want to achieve um, is almost counterproductive and it doesn't work. Maybe once or twice, but it really doesn't work in the long run because it's just not something that's sustainable. The point is worrying and stressing about weight loss or healing your body, which is really what you're doing when you're losing weight. You're healing your body. You're reducing the inflammation. It's totally counterproductive. To boost your metabolism, you have to actually stop and relax so that you stop producing so much cortisol and your body stops storing so much as fat. So now that you've become aware of like what your stressors are and had a moment to think about it, like what are some things that relax you? So like, I'm curious, like, think about it. What are three things that like have you feeling totally relaxed that aren't food or drink related because those are actually counterproductive to weight loss, but what are some things that relax you? So for me, like right now, I'm actually sitting out on my front porch and I was chilling before I decided to come in here and, and record this podcast. And I just love listening to the sounds of nature and I'm rocking on my glider and I'm just, just hanging out and just enjoying a beautiful day out on my front porch. Um, Yoga is another one that I love to do that reduces stress, that has me feeling relaxed. I love to meditate. I do guided meditations, like just quick five, 10, 20 minute guided meditations that just you wake, you, you wake, you don't even go to sleep, but like you, at the end of it, like you get up and you're just, you're just relaxed. Like it's so chill. So those are some things that I like to do that like, like quickly bring down the stress level. Um, another one is just working out. Like it just, I'm, I don't know if it's the endorphins. I'm sure it's a little bit of the endorphins, but it's also something that takes my mind off of all the crazy that's in my life so that I can stop stressing for a moment and just chill out and relax. So um, think about what are some things that you like to do to relax? And there's really no wrong answer. I just want you to become aware of how 
you intuitively relax already? Um, and I'd love to hear your answers. So, you know, you can drop some in the comments and let me know. So next, I'm going to share some specific action steps around this relaxation so that you can stop producing so much cortisol and fire up your metabolism and digest your meals more efficiently. So what's the number one way to stop producing so much cortisol? And obviously, the answer is to slow down. So if you eat breakfast in like five minutes pretty mindlessly, make it 10, like chill out make it 10 minutes. And if you normally take 10, bump it up to 15. Like set a timer so that you're conscious and mindful of the time it takes you to eat. Like aim for lunch and dinner. I call it the 20 minute meal, but aim to give yourself at least 20 minutes to actually sit down and eat your meal instead of scarfing it down on the run. That's eating in a stress state. Take yourself out of that stressed environment, sit down, Focus on your meal, focus on your food, focus on the taste and the textures and the smell, and just take your time eating and really chew your food well. Um, you know, and if you're if you're having challenges finding the time to do that, one, don't get into that excuse of I don't have enough time. Um, find time. You can always find time. You know, change that question a little bit or that excuse around, put it on its side instead of saying, I just don't have time to, I just don't have time to sit down and eat for 20 minutes. Baloney, you do. Say, hmm, how can I find 20 minutes to sit down and eat? And that'll put your brain in a different, in, going in a different direction, so to speak, um, so that it will actually help you find the solutions and find those 20 minute periods where you can actually sit down and meet and eat. So optimize your home and work schedules as best you can to provide yourself with more time. Like get curious about where you can find those pockets of time. They're there. You just got to open your eyes to them. Um, and as best you can, you know, get your family and your coworkers and your boss, you know, together helping you create more time and relaxation um, so that you can actually um, enjoy your meals. Believe me, I used to do it at Chase. I used to sit down and eat lunch while I worked at my desk. And after time, I felt, you know what, I bet you I can just eat, chill out here, enjoy my meal, enjoy everything. You know what, didn't miss a thing, didn't miss a beat. There was nothing that was not going to happen. Nobody was going to die because I didn't get that spreadsheet done in 20 minutes. And I enjoyed my meal and, and just took that time to kind of be present with my meal and be mindful about my meal. And you can do it, even if you think you don't have time to do it. Because the good news is it takes less than, oh, two minutes to de-stress the body. So like when you're getting ready to eat your meal, for two minutes, you can you can bring your stress levels down so that you can move yourself in kind of into kind of a maximum nutritional um, space for your metabolism to do its thing and do it much better than when you're in a stressed state. And you can eat stress-free anywhere at any time and tap into this power instantly. So let me show you how to do it. Because you, what you're going to do is you're going to trick your nervous system. And this shortcut will help you turn off stress and activate a physiological relaxation response. Um, and it's called conscious breathing. 
It's so simple and you have it with you all the time. So when we're in this stressful state, if we consciously adopt the deep and rhythmic breathing pattern characteristic of a relaxed state, we actually fool the central nervous system. The brain says something like, hey, oh my God, I thought I was like this nervous wreck, but I'm breathing like a relaxed person. So I guess I must actually be relaxed. And the result is a shift from a state of low digestive activity to full digestive force. And I've watched many people cure heartburn, IBS, constipation, fatigue by regularly using this simple technique. So at every meal or snack, anytime food's about to pass across your lips, ask yourself, am I about to eat under stress? And if the answer is yes, or a partial yes, just pause and then take 10 long, slow, deep breaths. That's it. I mean, this is so simple. So let's try it right now. I call it a five by seven breath. So you're going to inhale for five. You're going to hold for five. And then you're going to exhale for seven. And I do this when I teach yoga. Um, so sit in a comfortable position. I want your spine straight. I want your feet flat on your on the floor. I want your shoulders. I don't want your shoulders creeping up against your neck. I want them just rolled back down your down your back and just kind of just just let them just sit there. They should not be creeping up. They should not be tense. And your eyes can be open or closed, and that's fine. So go ahead and inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Filling your lungs to at least two-third capacity. And then I want you to hold for five. One, two, three, four, five. And then I want you to exhale for seven. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. As you continue this conscious breathing, steady rhythm, scan your senses. Scan the scent of the air in your nose. If your eyes are shut, notice the reds and orange of your eyelids. Any taste on your taste buds. You know, the feeling of your butt on your chair. Your feet spread wide on the earth. And the sound of my voice right now. Inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Hold for five. One, two, three, four, five, and exhale for seven, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Keep breathing and scanning and tune into this heightened awareness and do it 10 times. But how does it feel after just doing it a couple of times? It should feel amazing. You should already start to feel the relax relaxation happen. And this is simply two minutes to relaxation. You can do it anytime, anywhere. And I love it because it's totally free. Like I will do it not only before meals, but I'll do it as I transition to coming home from work. I come home from work. I sit in the driveway. I'll do this breathing for two minutes and just kind of chill out and, and let go of the work me, the work world, and then transition into being a mom, being a mom and a wife and the things that I have to do at home afterwards. But let that stress go and come on and step into the next part of my part of my day, so to speak. So breathing before and during meals is a great way to help you become a more relaxed eater and boost your metabolic 
power. You know, you can do it in your car, at work, before bed, even in the middle of the night. So if you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't go back to sleep, do this breathing and chill yourself back out and forget about all the things that you're to do listing in your head. And eventually you'll go back to sleep and you'll be in a very relaxed state. And even when there's chaos going on throughout your day, like just pay attention to who you're being and and pay attention to those feelings of anxiety and stress and see if you can relax into the chaos and use this breathing technique to help you do that. I mean, some people say, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm relaxed, I'm not going to get as much done. I'm not going to be as productive, but relaxing isn't necessarily about non-doing. It's about who you're being in that moment. You will be way more productive and sharper when you are in a relaxed state rather than fight or flight. So I want you to practice using conscious breath throughout the day and working in the rhythm of relaxation. You'll find that you're going to be more focused, you're going to be more productive, and you're going to be more energized. It's very exhausting to be in that stress state all the time, right? You're using up a lot of energy and still storing a lot of fat. What is this breathing experience like for you? I'd love to know in the comments how you feel after you're done with it. So we've been talking about how breathing increases metabolic power. And there's one more really cool piece that I'd like to share with you about this. So metabolism is really about heating the body. That's what burning calories is, right? Stoking the fire. So when we eat the right foods, we feed the furnace. And the breath helps with the burn because it warms the body. It oxygenates the body. It gives it that oxygen to get that fire going. We breathe in more oxygen, you burn food more fully. So simply by relaxing the breath, conscious breathing, your capacity for burning calories and burning fat goes up. It's pretty cool, right? And you're not doing anything like crazy cardio. It's like the opposite. It's so easy. So I'm going to give you some action steps to help you practice slowing down. So one, take those 10 deep conscious breaths before every meal. And two, engage the senses as you eat. Smell the food. Enjoy the visual aesthetics of it. Feel the textures of the food in your mouth. Savor the flavors. Just really slow down. You know, what are the senses? You're going to smell the food. You're going to enjoy the visual aesthetics of it. Feel the texture in your mouth. Savor the flavors and slow down. You might practice with them engaging and just heightening the senses, just being present with your food. So like you're sitting down for a meal and you're looking out the window at a tree and like notice the texture and the shape of the bark. You don't even have to make it about your food. You can just notice the things around you or nature around you and just pay attention to the the shapes and the colors you know, if you're, if you're just looking at a wall, like what's the shape and the texture of that? It's just really heightening your sight and just being present with where you are in that moment and not focusing on the things that stress you and not having a million different conversations in your head, just really chilling out, enjoying the food and being present where you are in that moment. And when you get all of your senses involved, it feels like a more complete experience and it stimulates the brain. And when the brain is satisfied and the belly is satisfied, 
that's kind of like the best part because everything comes together and you're going to be satisfied sooner and happier with your meal and not feel the need um, to eat as much because your whole body is participating in the experience. You are a whole being. We, we try to separate things out, but we are a whole being and we need to take a holistic approach to some of the things. And when your whole body is participating in the experience, it sends the message to the brain that the eating activity has been satisfied and is complete and we can stop the eating activity and move on to the next thing. It shuts down the appetite mechanism once the brain has been signaled. So, all right, let's go on to some other um, action items. I said I had 10 for you. So if you eat breakfast in five minutes, make it 10. Remember we talked about at the beginning, if you normally take 10, bump it up to 15. Give yourself a little extra time to, to really be present and go through the act of enjoying your meal. Um, for lunch and dinner, you know, do the 20 minute meal. Um, lunch is like the highest fat burning time of the day when the sun is highest in the sky. So that's when our own body temperature actually goes up. So you're stoking the furnace. So if you slow down and eat your largest meal at lunch, you're going to assimilate the nutrients really, really well. Uh, number five, arrange your home and work schedules as best you can to provide yourself with more time and commit to providing yourself with the gift of more time at each meal. The gift of more time at each meal. It's a gift. Next one, as best you can, you know, get your family, coworkers, um, boss um, aligned in helping create more time and relaxation um, for your meals. And um, number seven, relax into the chaos throughout the day. Like move into that zone. You can do this by engaging the senses and using your breath as much as possible. I don't know why I said 10, but actually there's only seven. Silly me. So yeah. So, um, okay. So now I'm going to tell you how to turn today's immediately useful information into lasting transformation. So do you feel a hundred percent confident you could walk away from this podcast and like kick sugar and kick stress once and for all? Like, do you think you have enough information to make lasting change so that you can live a life you love in your body you love? Um, or do you feel like something is still missing? Do you feel like you need more to finally find success? And are you still worried even with this bit of information that you'll even find success in your weight loss journey? Well, there's so much more, so much more. So, um, there are actually four key ingredients, um, that put, put all of this together into a package package for success. And without these four ingredients for success, we kind of stay locked in the same behavior patterns and repeat the same old ones over and over again, keeping us stuck in bodies that we don't 100% love. So many of us like do really well for a little while, a week or two, a month maybe. You know, remember the last diet you were on before you like crashed and burned? You got like all this new information. You renewed your personal commitment to yourself to follow through. Like this is it. I'm going to go all in this time. This body is going to be rocking for the beach this year. Like I got this. And then you took like consistent action for a week or two and convinced yourself that like this time's going to be different and relied a heck of a lot on willpower to push through. And then what happened? You probably hit some roadblocks, like a bad day at work and told yourself like, I deserve this piece of chocolate or I deserve this wine or your spouse won't stop bringing into the house non-diet approved chips, ice cream, and little Debbie's. Mm. That's my husband. Like your willpower starts to take a dive. 
motivation quickly fizzles out, we fall off track, we feel like a failure, and we stop making progress altogether. Like, don't feel bad because it happens to all of us. Like, otherwise, I wouldn't be here. You, you wouldn't need me. This wouldn't be an issue. You wouldn't have to listen to what I'm saying. You know, why is it that we all know what to do, but we don't always do it? Well, it's because knowing isn't enough. It's not what motivates us to take action. Like, we're suffering from a high fact diet, but there's too much information and there's not enough action. And that's really key. Um, and we've got a lot of theory, but we're not putting it into practice. So much, so much information, not enough action. And when you don't put it into practice, all the stuff that you know is basically useless, right? Like, um, you know what, I should eat a lot more veggies and veggies will help me lose weight, but we don't put it in action, right? Like, ah, it's so frustrating. Like in all those self-help books, like you have on your, on your shelves, right? Like, ah, oh, I read it. It was great, but I didn't put anything to action. Like, oh, isn't it frustrating? Like, why do we do that? So there's four key ingredients that will help make that success inevitable and help make action inevitable instead of sitting there collecting dust on the shelf or in our brain and not actually being used. And it's the right system, the right mindset, the right support, and the right accountability. And those are like legs of a chair. And if you're missing one, things are going to be a little bit uh, wobbly and uncomfortable. Missing more than one, you're just going to crash completely. You can't even sit on that stool. So like I said, we've got like tons of information, uh, books, internet, family, friends. Like you don't need more information, but you do need to make this time on the weight loss journey different is someone to help you make the mindset shifts needed to make change easy. Someone to encourage your progress and someone to kick you in the butt when you make choices that aren't in alignment with who and where you want to be. So if you're still listening and you're excited and you want more support to put your weight loss strategies into action, plus a ton of other hacks to help you finally give up the diet mentality and learn to eat intuitively like I do so that you can get the weight off, not only just get the weight off, but keep it off for life. I want to enjoy, uh, invite you to join me in my 21 Healthy Day Experience. It's a community. It's 100% free. And I'm helping provide accountability and tons of hacks to help you on the journey. And the key part is it is a community. It is an online community. And why is this important? Because I'll bet you that you have people close to you that don't support you on your weight loss and health journey. Maybe you have a spouse that keeps bringing in Doritos, like my husband, or a friend who like just basically can eat anything that always wants to go out to restaurants that tempt you. Or like your kids act like you're torturing them when you change their diets to be healthier and in line with your new diet. All of these I've personally been through. Or you just don't feel like anyone can understand the emotions and thoughts and struggles you're going through right now as you start down the path to creating a healthier version of yourself. Like sometimes it's completely overwhelming. Well, that's why I set up this community and that's what it's all about. I wanted to create a safe space for us to work through our struggles and support one another. Um, A place where you know you're not alone. Others who understand exactly what you're going through because they're going through it too And new friends and supporters are going to help push you through to the other side. Kind of gives you chills, right? To know that that kind of support is out there 
to me, it's priceless to have that support, to have that accountability, to really push through on your weight loss journey. And it's absolutely free. So I invite you to come join me and you can find a link to uh, join me in this community. It's at www.glow4lifefitness.com slash daily glow. Again, that's www.glow4lifefitness, all one word dot com slash daily glow. I can't wait for you to join me and um, just go ahead and type that in and go on over to my community and join and I will see you there. And thanks for listening today. I appreciate you taking the time out of your crazy busy day to hang out with me and I can't wait to chat with you again. Take care. Bye.